Welcome to the Healing Place podcast, a space filled with inspirational stories of hope, along with practical advice for your healing journey. Your host is Terry Welbrock, trauma warrior, writer, speaker, blogger, therapy dog handler, and founder of the Sammy's Bundles of Hope Project. As a survivor and a thriver, Terry's mission is to shine the light of hope into the world by interviewing insightful guests from across the globe. Please stay tuned at the end of today's interview as we honor our sponsors. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas. Now, here's your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of the Healing Place podcast. I have been interviewing past podcast guests, many of whom have joined me on Facebook Live over the past two weeks, and great collection on the Facebook page. So if you go to Facebook, the Healing Place podcast. So today I thought I'd put the first one out there that I had with Jesse Graham. And I will try to put a few more out sporadically, not on Fridays at 7 p.m., but I'll stick them out here because these are all interviews that I'm conducting to address pandemic self-care and other care and things we can do to keep ourselves calm in order to uh, create some grounding if we're feeling a little off-center and then things we can do to help others um, during this time and such an uncertain time in our world. So, yeah, take a listen. These are really quick, anywhere from 15 to 30 minute conversations um, just to touch upon um, each of my guests' philosophies and insights and wisdom in regards to uh, self-care and other care. So. All right, I'm glad you're here, and next week I will have another interview outside of these Facebook Live conversations, but I thought I'd just introduce this tonight in the regular slot. All right, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Wishing you health and safety. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) So I am so excited to be chatting again with Jesse Graham. And uh, yeah, Jesse, so I'll let you tell everybody what it is you do and update everybody. Just give a quick update on what you've been up to. Okay. Thanks, Terry. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting to be here again <laughs> with Terry after such a journey. Um, and here we are in the midst of another journey. So I'm a coach, um, I'm also a speech pathologist, and I I'm a mom and a grandma and um, a friend to many. And I just, I'm here because I want us to become more human informed. We've been talking about being trauma informed for a while. And the more work I do, the more I realize that we are humans and humans have trauma. Most of us do. And now we all do in my mind. (laughs) So, Um, I'm here because I wanted to update Terry on things that I've learned on this journey. And um, I'm sitting here on an island off the coast of Maine that I can only get to by ferry boat in a little cottage right across from the ocean. 
with seagulls flying and it snowed last night. So the snow is dripping off the roof and it's quite magical. Um, and I've only been here since January, so I'm still adjusting. <laughs> um, what else can I tell you? I was up until last week providing online speech and language services through a company called Presence Learning. And that came to a stop when schools closed because we were providing online services in schools. And now we have to adjust and provide online services in the homes. So for me, this is an opportunity to connect with parents and teachers and talk about what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it. So, yeah. Beautiful. Well, you just, you kind of gave me goosebumps down my left arm there when you were talking about being on your island. We're getting ready to move to an island in South Carolina in June. And it's Woo. just, oh, just the idea of being um, by the ocean. And you just said the seagulls. And we have a couple, it's a funny story. We, we're in Cincinnati, right? In the middle of Ohio, which is mm. the middle of the country. And yeah. we have a couple of seagulls in our grocery store parking lot. I don't know if they came up on a barge, I guess, up the Ohio River from the ocean. But every time I'm at the grocery store, I have to stop and look up because, you know, they do their little seagull call and I just think, <laughs> oh, this is a sign from God that I need to be at the ocean because my, you go. my grocery store seagulls are calling out to me. <laughs> oh yes. They are they are very pronounced star seagulls. Yes. They're special. <laughs> last last exactly. summer we had an exciting experience with them on the beach in Maine where my grand, I was with my daughter and my grandsons, and they came. I was standing in the middle of a blanket with a piece of sandwich in my hand. They came down and swooped in and grabbed oh. it. And my oh. two little grandsons were like hysterical laughing, and I was screaming <laughs> because I did not see it coming, and it freaked me out. <laughs> oh, sure, yes. But we'll never forget the birds, Grandma. The birds. Yes, oh. the birds. <laughs> That's awesome. really hard and I just bought my grandson a book about seagulls because he loves them <laughs> that's so really funny and he'll never forget that moment so oh, no. yeah we'll, we will never forget so. so okay so let's dive in a little bit to with, with the pandemic and everything that's going on in the universe right now um in our world what are some strategies that people can utilize what are some, some things people can do to help them as you just said i loved what you said we're all going to walk away from this um it, this is experienced as the trauma a traumatic event but we don't have to experience the traumatic effect in the right. symptoms exactly and i i just posted a blog about this because I think I shared with you last time that I went through a battle with breast cancer yeah. and being confined to my home right now by myself is triggering that memory of that experience. And I, and I had to go right back and say, Oh, that's what that is. This is different. <laughs> this is way different. But that feeling of being trapped and isolated is a little weird, you know, and it's related to health 
and well-being because people are getting a virus, which to me sounds like a cancer, you know, right? It's a terrible thing. But um, I have to, I did so much work during that time on myself that I said, oh, this is an opportunity to go inside. And what have I learned since then is to not say to myself, what's wrong? Is to say, what's happened? Just like we tell people to become trauma-informed, you don't ask people what's wrong with you. You ask them what's happened. And that question turns everything inside out in a good way. Because it's inside. It's your experiences. It's who you are. I actually went online and did my ACE score again. So I could, you know, accurately score myself with my adverse childhood experiences and say, oh, yeah, you had six for sure, you know. And so what does that mean? That means that I had a lot of stress growing up. And this stress compromises our immune system. So if we know that, then we need to work on lowering our stress, right? And the strategies are, you know, knowing that, number one, <laughs> if you are, if you're aware of that, then you can do something about it. But if you're not even aware that you're stressed or you have a lot of adversity from childhood, then you're walking around with a lot of stress and you're not aware of it. So becoming aware of your stress and why it's there is really big. Another thing yeah. that, that I notice that happens for me is when I see the, the post on Facebook where there's an elderly person in a nursing home and another person on the outside of the, I just go to tears. Yeah. It's a childhood wound for me. Oh. And so I didn't realize that. I'm like, why is this really getting to, you know, certain things just get you. <laughs> And that's yes. why it's one of my wounds. Being separated from a parent is a wound for me. And so instead of getting really dark about that, I'm like, oh, feel that. Breathe into that. Oh, I love that. I love that. And that's one of the things that I, I talk about myself is allow yourself to feel. And that's, that's one of the scary things. I know with me it was. Yeah. Being comfortable in my own body when those scary sensations and those those scary emotions, well, at least they were scary as a child because I didn't know what to do with that. Exactly. Right. Right. And so, but to allow and simply allow and wow, what a powerful, what a powerful experience it is when you're finally able to be in your own body and be comfortable with those sensations and those memories and those body, body memories and the triggers. and know how to then calm them. Yeah. And know that it's okay to have them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we were told not to have them for so long and then you have them and then it's like, Oh, now what do I do with them? Right. So just really being able to feel that recognize where it came from, it came from love, it came from a really loving place. And why not capture that love at this time? Right. You know, love for the person, love for me, love for the universe. <laughs> so that's what I've been, that's the first thing that I, I've been doing and I would encourage people to do and trust that it's okay to do that because I know it is scary. Um, I've spent a lot of time working on it. It's, 
it's really scary to have a lot of emotions. But yes. that's what this is about. This is about forcing us. If you want to force people, people are feeling forced, trapped into their emotions. That's all you have is yourself. Yeah. So for me, that's that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. There's just so there, and there's but there's so many beautiful. I mean, everything is just coming to the surface, and I love it in that so many strategies then for care and that's where the hope lies for self-care right well and other care um, yeah which is beautiful so what are you what are you utilizing for for self-care are there any strategies yeah utilizing yourself and or teaching others absolutely um so again when i got triggered by this about having had cancer and had having spent time alone, I went back to what did I do then? I made it through that. What did I do? And and all the things I did, I I have been doing since then. So my daily routine is filled with self-care anyway. So to me, this is scary and uncertain and all those things, but it hasn't changed my routine that much, except that I can't work right now. which is always a gift because <laughs> you just have to trust that somehow we're going to get through this, you know? So anyway, yeah. So I get up every morning and I, um, I follow an affirmation calendar by Louise Hay, which always has something inspiring on it. I pick a few angel cards and they always inspire me to focus and I journal about them. And I do at least a 10 minute to 20 minute meditation. And then I start my day. Sometimes I do it with a cup of hot lemon water and honey because that keeps me warm enough when it's freaking cold out here in Maine. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to take care of that. So I do that. But that's how I start my day every day. And I make time for that. And that. And I I love that because you're setting you're setting your intention for your day yeah. of a very peaceful start um, and intentional start. I do the same. Uh, yeah. There's just an intentional start filled with positivity and calm. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's a great, it, it's, great strategy. It's a choice, but it's also, um, it's a habit now. It's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's a choice and, and it has changed my life. So when I work with people, I offer that. So great example is I did, I've been offering online coaching sessions and group coaching sessions for anybody who wants them to become trauma informed. And I worked with a woman this weekend who um, said, you know, I have this process that I use every day with the kids and I can't do it because I'm not with them. And I said, so tell me more about your process. And we got to the point where she finally realized that she was not regulated. She had not done anything to help herself regulate. And she wasn't really worried about the kids regulating either. So that whole idea that where are we in this world right now? How are we feeling? Are we regulated? How are we thinking? Where are we coming from? So we were able to do some mindfulness. And she was like, oh. I could do this at night when I go to bed. I could do this in the morning when I wake up. I'm like, you got it. Everybody yeah. can do this. So, so just sharing that. And we, we had to have that experience together 
online. We just did like five minutes of a body scan in our chairs. And it was like, and I had not done mine that morning. So I was craving it. <laughs> and it, you know, it always shifts me. Yeah. So, that, so define, define for listeners in, in just layman's terms, what regulation means. So regulation is your knowing and feeling that you're in a space where you are engaged with yourself and the world so you can access your thinking. That's my definition. Yeah. Think about that a lot because I, 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 it takes me a while sometimes. I, I did a presentation a couple of weeks ago before all this happened, right before, for a bunch of parents at a school in Massachusetts. And I was so excited. I was so excited to be sharing this information, talking about, you know, parenting and mindfulness and trauma, all of it together. And these parents were like, ah. And I got so revved up that I had needed to bring myself down. Because I said, I'm too excited. Even though it's a good, <laughs> it's a good regulate, it's a good dysregulation. I'm just, uh, let me just take a couple of breaths here. And they were right. like, oh, because I could see their faces. They were like hanging off their chairs. Like, where are we going? <laughs> and I thought, this is so, it was cool for me to know that I, how passionate I am about what I do. Right but I wasn't as checked in with them as I could be. And one of the comments I got at the end was she really was concerned about her audience. And I thought, thank you. Like I was concerned about my audience, you know? So to connect with people, we have to be regulated. We have to be in our own body and our own thoughts, our own feelings. So we can say, Hmm, how am I doing? Yeah, what a, a great explanation of exactly what it is. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank Very you. Much thank so. you for that question. It's a good one. Yeah. So how do how do people get a hold of you and connect with you if they want to? Um, my website has a contact. My email is really easy, jessiegrahamcoach at gmail.com. I have a Facebook page. I have a really large Facebook group. I was thinking about this since I talked to you last. It went from 500 to 3,500 participants. That's awesome. And it, it's called Aces in Education, and people are joining daily. So yes, come on down. Um, I'm so excited about that. That, to me, is, you know, we're, we're now shifting from becoming trauma-informed to being trauma-informed. And what yes. does that look like? So anyway, I can connect with people about that. I'm, I'm going to be doing a talk for um, 40 speech pathologists. Actually, I'm calling it a group coaching experience over two days for 40 speech pathologists in the state of Washington online. Wow. Over two days. We're setting up um, four different groups and they're going to cycle through. And we're going to have this conversation about what does it mean to be trauma-informed? What does it mean to be trauma-informed? Right. Because the feedback I'm getting from people is I'm getting all this information at a, at a training and nobody's helping me figure out how to do it. 
and there's people all over the country now who are in the midst of this pandemic oh, who yeah. are not tra really trauma informed who who have the information but are still grappling with it so this yeah. is the time this is the time Excellent. so well, congrats and that's Thank awesome you. and i love it and i'll i'll promote it on the on my page too and i'll promote your group if i can can i i guess i could send a link for your group yeah yeah okay. and i can yeah and what what is your website uh just say it for listeners so they know and they can it's go there jesse graham coach jesse graham coach okay www awesome. <laughs> yeah it's j-e-s-s-i-e -S -S -E. yes and then g-r-a-h-a-m yeah all right yeah. cool yeah all right. So well, is there anything else you wanted to touch upon? I know we our time is short today. Yeah. Um, not really. I I just am so grateful to this podcast. I have gained so much from all the other participants. Some of them I know, which is so amazing. <laughs> Emily's down in New Hampshire. I haven't reconnected with her yet. Laura Kane's out. I met her when I was out in California. We connected. Um, I just feel like this work is so human. It's so human. It's so powerful. It's so easily accessible to everyone. And that's what's going to help change our world. So yeah. thank you, Terry. Oh, cool. Thank you for oh, sharing your stories all the time. You're always <laughs> putting it out there, taking that risk, taking, you're so brave. And oh. it really touches my heart. So. Well, I just, you made my heart, I, I had to touch my heart for a second. You made my heart happy with those another words. another strategy, so. right? <laughs> right, exactly. I give a little heart hug when I feel it. It's a, it's a weird, it's a funny sensation. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like it swells with joy and love and gratitude. And um, yeah, I give it a little hug. I have to touch it. <laughs> it might come out. No, oh my gosh. Exactly, right. Stay in there, stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so glad that you responded to my call out to my, my previous guests. And um, yes, you're my first one to join me on Facebook Live. And I'm glad we got to catch up. And um, thanks again for everything you do to shine the light of hope into the world. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I very much appreciate you. And as a friend, as a uh, colleague, and yeah, as a fellow healer. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Day. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Well, until next time, remember be gentle with yourself. And thanks for tuning in to the Healing Place Podcast Facebook Live today with Jesse Graham. Thank you. Bye bye. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And as Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.